Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. All right, welcome. Endless Honeymoon. Here we are. I'm Moshe Kasher. Oh, sorry. And I'm Natasha Leggero. <laughs> you all right? I was turning it down because your voice is so loud. Let's start again. <laughs> no, let's, let's keep it. Okay. We got some special guests today. Very excited. Very excited to have both of these people here. Chris Laker, Jacqueline Novak. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. You guys both have different New York accents. I know. Do I Are have d- an accent? Well, you no, have wait. kind of like the right side of the track accent. Does that make sense? That is heinous. I'm horrified. Are you familiar <laughs> where we, it's, well, she's from like where Hillary Clinton lives? <laughs> that, that is exactly, that feels right. No, that is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a absolute. Like street? <laughs> like, like no flourishes. South Bronx. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I mean, you're right. I thought I was simply, you know, right down the line well, of nothing. All I can say is the last six times I've seen you, other than your yeah. show, which we're going to talk about in a second, yeah. have been in the lobby of a high-end yoga studio oh when I was on my way to work. So oh. I don't. I, I'm not. That you're doesn't not, mean anything. It's I'm just saying you're not. Of yoga. It's not, I mean, literally, it's been called that. <laughs> Wait, Chris, where are you from? Staten Island. Now there we go. Yeah. Wait, you had to take a ferry to get places when you were a child. I had to take a ferry to go to school. Yeah. The most. Would you love Staten Island? No, I hate it. It's a fucking <laughs> hellhole, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I never lived there like as an adult, like on purpose. Oh man, my whole family <laughs> moved to Staten Island. They were all in Brooklyn. They all moved to Staten Island, and then they, really? they'd always be like, "Come visit." And I'm like, "No." I mean, once there's a boat involved, I'm out. Like, yeah, no, that's that's like all these people from Brooklyn that wanted to move to New Jersey, and they just didn't make it. It they might... stopped on Staten Island. <laughs> and they were like, okay, I guess this is close enough. And then they all talk about moving to Florida or New Jersey. I don't it's it's yeah, I don't I don't like it. Staten Island is where all the cops live too, right? Oh yeah. The cops and because yeah. you gotta live in a city, I think, to be a cop or a firefighter. So a lot of those guys mm. live there. It's, you're not allowed to commute like in neighbors. for it. It's sort of funny. You gotta you, you gotta live in, in Westchester. You gotta live in New York. So yeah, you can't live in Westchester. Yeah. You gotta live in the it's city. It's definitely the least charming place to take a boat to. <laughs> Staten yeah. Island yeah. in yeah. the world. <laughs> no, I mean, since I just remember, like, usually when you have to take a boat yes. somewhere, it's like you're going somewhere. Yes. You know, in my experience, I've been very lucky. <laughs> yeah, somewhere nice. Yes. Well, I want to get you guys. Are I don't mean to dig Staten Island. You, you can. No, he's very. I have he's, no he hates, emotional he attachment it. to it. I yeah. went there once when I lived in New York to like meet a photographer when I had just. Oh moved wow! There. Yeah. <laughs> it also seemed like and a real it, opportunity. Probably like <laughs> the idea of someone like having. Like that skill. Oh. I feel like it used to mean something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How about those early comedy, early days of comedy managers that were just a manager because they said they were a manager? Oh. My first and, manager was definitely oh, yeah. in his apartment. In that zone? Yeah. I mean, if you want power, just if you're listening right now and you want yeah. to, to start manipulating and dominating human beings in the entertainment industry, move to any city, say you're a comedy manager, make up it's business true. cards, you'll have clients oh. that will instantly just bend over backwards for you and you can do anything you want with them in general in the end i mean i mean in the industry i feel like you show up and say you're a producer of comedy things right yes anything and why not establish a show like establish anything that involves comedians and then there you are the business card's usually a (laughs) tip-off they usually use a font that tells you 
get out of here. Don't yeah. trust this person. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about this the other day because we were looking at preschools for our kid. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. the vibe of the heads of preschools is the exact same vibe of like megalomaniacal comedy uh, club booker. Oh, God. You know how every yeah. comedy club booker in a small town is like a king of a tiny little ki- kingdom like the the, like, yes. the most right. like, weird like you follow my rules you don't work yeah. any this is the only comedy castle that you perform at that yeah. they're all that way but he's not talking about the only preschool that accepted us no of course <laughs> not every other all the other places I'm so sorry wait so you guys Did are it, a couple wait yes. we, you can keep asking us about no no, no. i was i don't i just got interested um <laughs> it's not that interesting it's pathetic no, but it sounds like it sounds like I imagine they take themselves very seriously, and you're in there, and like it feels insane, right? You, it's insane. Like, and can you, you make jokes? Like, not really, right? You I'm always got, bombing. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you, she's bombed at a lot of the, the greatest preschools in the <laughs> East Los Angeles area. Here's a here's a fun fact: the East Los Angeles preschools have a lower vaccination rate than South Sudan. Just no. read an article that said that because they're healthy. Really? They don't have. They don't need. They're not getting measles. They're also not down to uh, people in Sudan are not like uh, trying to turn down a vaccine. They're probably like, yes, please, right. thank you for coming. Oh, right. Appreciate this. Right. But oh, here, what if you could send your vaccine to the Sudan if you, if you're refusing it? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that that I actually really like that idea. <laughs> and let's see how they're doing later. And then Sudan flourishes. East Los Angeles I mean, what wastes kind of, away. What kind of rate is that? Like it's low. It's like an, a pandemic coming, right? Honey, they don't have kids. They don't care about this. No, what do you I, mean? No, they they can get oh, measles. It's fa- <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. The anti-vaxxers I find yeah. fascinating. Okay, Jacqueline, I saw, saw yes. your show the other day. I have been unable to stop thinking. About it. I want to do a plug now, now that we're Great. thinking about it, because you're yeah. doing another run of it yeah. coming up. In New York. At the Lucille Hotel. Yes. <laughs> and what are the dates? Uh, December 14th through January 26th. I loved it. And let oh, me tell you what so I loved bad. about it. Uh, I my whole comedy career I've been ca- calling myself highbrow lowbrow like yes. that's what that and that was the furthest it's the most highbrow yes. but it's the furthest iteration of the highbrow lowbrow Ugh. concept in comedy like yeah. it's it's if you haven't seen it and you're in New York in, or even if you're in some Staten crazy, Island exactly <laughs> maybe you're stuck there maybe if you're stuck in take the ferry <laughs> jump on the ferry yes go, but it's it's such a what I liked about it and then we'll move along. Yeah. Is that it? It it's a a tiny microscopic way into macro, and mm. uh, and it, it it's it, it the whole show is about blowjobs. I mean, there's no other, there's no kind and unrude way to say it. <laughs> but the um, but it goes into such a place of of uh, like such an eagle eye view of uh, sort of everything that a young woman goes through at, through that one particular act that uh, it really it kind of ruined them for me. Oh my god! Yeah, I we, I haven't had one since. <laughs> That's not true, Moshe. No, but it was great. So if you're listening, if you're listening, you should go see it. If you're in the New York area, go see it. And you guys are a couple. Yeah, Chris yeah. is also a talented comedian. Chris as well is a comedian. And what can I ask? I'm sure you've been asked this before. What is it like being the the partner of a person whose uh, show is about sex and such a specific sex and sexuality? Mm. Do people do people like go like is that is that, is that you? Have you gotten that? Oh, I'm not even... No one's really asked me about that. Is uh, it an annoying but, question? No, it's not. It's in, it, I mean, I'm, more, I'm always happy to talk about 
Jacqueline because she's the one who has success. When people ask me how I'm doing, I just say, "Well, Jacqueline's show is doing fantastic," <laughs> and, I, and I point to the news, the, the you know, the magazine, a newspaper. You jump on the ferry. You you're, go back to you're, head, you're headlining clubs. I mean, that's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, he 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 likes to play it up. I mean, you know. You know, but she's doing fantastic, and I and I'm I, I'm not really in the show except for the the references to her boyfriend. The other, right. everything else is kind of pre me. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the blowjobs about the blowjob she gave him. No, I mean, I, I, know. I, I would be fine with that. I I, <laughs> right. I have no problem. No, but with it's, any it's of it. all it's all but, sort of the they're all kind of it's abstract sort of you know. <sighs> I can't overstate it's high school and college. Yeah, I can't overstate how sophisticated a show this is. If you're listening and you <laughs> immediately are like, "But that, that doesn't sound like that's for me." Although, if you're listening to my podcast, yeah. you probably are like, "I fucking I love blowjobs. I'm yeah, in." Yeah. But I just it's I'll uh, take it's, both. You know, yeah, you I'll can take both. Take, yeah, I'll take either side. Right. I feel like, um, but I no, but sorry to interrupt you to like really s- sort of stew in the compliment but i'm so happy that that's what you took from it because it's exactly like the thing for me the highbrow lowbrow is kind of well you have a line in there where you're like you're like this is something like this is not a cautionary tale god forbid because at the end of the day i'm just a nightclub act oh my god right something like that yes and that was the other thing that i liked about the show is that as a comedy guy like a real like like the my my focus has always been on what's funny, like yeah. for how kind of theatrical and sophisticated it is, and it's it's even you know it's even highfalutin at certain points. Totally. I think it's aware <laughs> yeah. of that. It was very high octane comedy, like it was packed. It was it was packed in with joke jokes. This, this is this is what, this I is what you hear. want. Yeah. Now you got a blurb. Uh, yeah. that, that is a, such a good quote. High octane comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said anything like that before. Yeah, high octane. But I don't think I, not not lately about Jacqueline Novak. Out of all the out of all the out of all the glowing quotes, nobody mentioned the octane. <laughs> I thought, True. listen, if I could go further, I would say it brought the funny. It brought oh, the funny. My God. She got up there, she brought the funny. Oh, well, God. first she had to find the funny. Oh, you gotta God. find the funny. It's hard to find sometimes, but then yes. you bring it. You guys, when you find it, you bring it. I hate you guys funny. are like us too, like two comedians. So you yeah. know, it, obviously, it has. Yes. there's issues. Yeah, right. Yes. Well, yeah, what do you guys fight about the most? Or what's a fight you've had lately? We had one recently. It was distinct because we generally don't fight that much, but we like we had a proper fight the other day where I screamed uh, on the street uh, something like "This, it's over. I'm done," and I meant the conversation. Like, <laughs> like I'm walking away. You know, like I'm, I'm cutting to. We're gonna like you know start in the middle of the action and then go back. But like. But it, but it, I, yeah, I meant like, we're not going to keep, like, this fight isn't working, so I'm going to walk away. Like, like, I'm going to, you know, and then, and Chris, <laughs> just what did you goes, hear, Chris? <laughs> he goes, well, you break it up with me? <laughs> and then I burst out laughing because I was like, no. And then I ran back, like, oh, God. <laughs> well, it was, it was like, you fucking, ca- I did believe, like, I didn't believe that you would have really broken up with me in that moment, but I thought that's what you meant. And that's what no, I was right. like, are you fucking kidding me? What was this about? I do that, by this, the way. Sometimes if we yeah. get really into it, I'll say, I'm, I'm fucking, fuck it. I want a divorce. <laughs> and she said, you want a divorce? I say, yeah, I want to divorce myself from this conversation right now. Uh, I need to leave the room. Uh, what, what was the fight? So it started. Chase, we'll hear your version, I guess. Okay. Right. Chase Bank put a cash deposit into the ATM. This We're is Jacqueline. Chase, Jacqueline's sorry. putting cash in the ATM. The ATM yeah. eats the cash and says, sorry, go fuck off. And so she goes to the, it just doesn't even say how much it took. It just like, it doesn't register. And I something. didn't know exactly because it was a wad of cash from selling merchandise. I don't, you know, like really count it. 
I mean, I, I and knew you just roughly. like shoved it in the thing. <laughs> I mean, I I had this stack, you know, like, it's like thirty bills at a time. I counted out like how many bills. Like I was like, <laughs> I know it's 30. whether they were hundreds yeah, or yeah. five. I had a knows. rough sense. I had a rough sense, but I also am like, that's what the machines for. It counts it, which I, I I know is kind of that's the kind of thing someone else would count the money before putting it in. I go like, yeah, I get that that's responsible, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Like I trust the machine. Whatever. I put it in and then it just said it took the money. It didn't give it back, which it sometimes does when there's something wrong. Took it and then said, literally just like, call Chase to see <laughs> oh if God. your money is anywhere. And and nobody in, inside the bank so can do anything over. about it. No, no, but we, you're okay. cutting ahead. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say this. Yeah, Let me please, this. please. I get, I get, I, I have anger issues. So I am you're fur- from Staten Island. You didn't I'm, need to say that. Yeah, I'm furious <laughs> yeah. at the bank. Because when we go to the teller, like, you got to call the number. I can't do shit. That's so annoying. And there's, like, nobody in here that can do shit. And I was just, and I'm like, Jacqueline knows. She feels me. You're about to lose it. She feels my rage. And she feels me shake. And she's like, He literally shakes. And I'm like, and I kind of probably said, what the fuck, or some shit. And then she's like, go away. And so I walk back a few steps. I feel like I'm calmed down. So I think I can go back over. (laughs) So I go to stand by my woman's side. <laughs> and I'm standing there, and as it's still, this is still going on. I'm starting to shake again, and it's, and I'm not saying anything, but I'm like, I'm just, you know, because it just spins out of control right, right away. They call that Staten Island Parkinson's. <laughs> <what> that is. <laughs> and then, and then Jacqueline turns to me and says, "Back the fuck off." <laughs> Jesus. Not what you want to say to a shaking man, by the way. But I will say when I'm when I'm in a certain place of rage, I know I'm in a bad space when Natasha physically tries to st- right. go stop and I'm like, get off of me. Like yeah. that, oh, that was that's only happened once. And that's that a, was that's not a, good. That's yeah. a bad situation. When I'm physically out of yes. control of my body, yes. somebody does need to put me in a car and send me away. Wait, so then what happens? Yeah, Chris? and I'm gonna do my version after because like I've already <laughs> seen like You've taken some notes. I wanna yeah. I went I went and sat in the chairs. The, you know the little the chairs that that terrible you, <laughs> sad chairs you know, with the little hard candy sitting there yeah i sat i sat there until it was until it was over <laughs> so now both of our feelings have been like taken uh, you, she's mad at me for being mad i'm mad that she said that to me when you were just trying to no, support I her i still don't even th- this read i wasn't mad at you for being mad what you were mad next? at me for not listening no what? okay i go was ahead. never mad Th- then i don't even I know what happened i don't know i don't even know what happened all right, so so he's shaking a little bit, you guys. <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I mean, we the the essence of the fight is the same fight we have over and over again, which which I will elucidate shortly. <laughs> um, but 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 what he what he described to me it was, you know, the ATM eats my my money. I walk up to, to the teller. I tell them, they're like. You got to file a claim. You know, it's just. It's not their fault. They're just yeah, saying it's just, what they You got to file a claim. And it's like, I'm afraid to walk away from the building right now. For sure. This feels like the moment. I mean, like, you know. So. This is the moment you lose over $300. To yeah. Face bank <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was literally, though, like, it was a good minimum 800, which, you know, nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> um, you know. For me, it def- show, definitely the, is, yeah. but I hear what you're saying. I, yeah. I'm trying to remember you know, the, the money's time not, when... the, the, sh- the show's, no, but the also show's that's, coming, but, you know, the money's not there insane. yet. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's high hopes for the future. No, the money, no, the, I understand the psychology of what you're saying. The money's in the wall. Yeah. Your money's inside of the <laughs> no, thick yes. wall. No, the worst yeah, part is, literally which, there. which is why if it, if it was you, I'd be mad if she didn't count it. 
Yeah. So you also like, how do you file a claim when you're like, no, I and guess that's it was exactly, and that's where I'm like, this okay. is why my dad does things like <laughs> count the money, you know, like before whatever, and I think it's sort of irrelevant. Um, so I walk over to the thing now. Chris is immediately shaking, and he shakes in this way, and his arms sort of go like it literally looks like a like like a like it's gonna like he's gonna take off the ground like it has that exact look oh like you're gonna fly it, yeah like truly. a rocket he's wait like what gonna... were you so mad about just the, at the ATM I was mad that they that the ATM is sitting right there along the the wall of the yeah. tele and they just they're kind of and it's just like it ate the money and they're just like yeah you got a call and I'm like we're standing in Chase Bank it is and a they, funny idea you have to call a call center out yeah. of state. <laughs> Yeah. Out of the country. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah. A call yeah. center in Bangladesh so that they can get to the money that's four yeah. feet away from you. Yeah. And they were kind of acting like, what's the big deal? We don't give a shit. We're and a bank. Was, Trust us. And it was, yeah. And I was just like so furious that they weren't like, I would be like trying to do Match something. Match the emotion. I think Get one of no the people in the cubicles emotion. at the very least. Like they didn't look, you know, it, it's the thing where you go, what, what Chris wants, I think, is to go... That's so fucked up, you know. Like I don't expect like, them to, to, or, to right, do but, that. But to but. go like, are you serious? This, this I feel like there needs. I, I can't like envision what would have been the right reaction. You think that they either get one of the people? Okay, in I'm charge, gonna get, Oh no, that's really they, messed up. And I'm they get, get the and they, manager. And, yeah, they get the manager, and the manager calls up with you. That's that would I be like the this. that would have been the thing to do. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's it's absurd that yeah. it's the system as it is, as it is. But I think we've all just sort of like surrendered. Yeah, unfortunately. No, there's something about like you put it 30 seconds after putting your money in the machine, someone's saying, file a claim. Like you're just like. That would make me mad. It's like insane. And it's especially like, the way she said it, whatever. She obviously, yeah. like you said, wasn't like matching your. Not at all. It was like this happens. It was kind of like, you know, that was the vibe. And she didn't even say this happens. It was. So anyway, <laughs> so I, I, I know in moments. So when something goes wrong for us uh, and I know that Chris is going to get mad. My anger goes, I don't get to have my anger because I'm too worried about Chris's, okay? So, like, one time on the street in New York, a woman yelled at us for crossing the street, not on a light. She was just walking also. It was totally on a moral, like, it, she wasn't the one in the car who had to brake suddenly. It was just an arbitrary her yelling at us. And, like, it filled me with rage and... and <laughs> And Chris, I guess, was, like, working on his anger at the time. And so he, like, didn't respond in any way. Like, I didn't feel any anger from him. Not a shake. And it created, like, this space where suddenly I – it was really, like, weird for me. And so, like, halfway down the block, like, I turned around and screamed, like, you're a fucking asshole. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> you know, because, like, it was like – it was like – it was like I I – Suddenly had the space to be angry, and I'm like, not, you know. You had the space away from, away from her face, yeah. though. So then you didn't have to say it to her it's face. True. It's yeah, true. no. Chris was like watering the 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 sort of dying plant of the inner Staten Island within you. Oh, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. And bringing you across the tracks, bringing you from the Hamptons <laughs> onto the streets, kind of a thing. And that's a God, that's the Hamptons. That's truly um, beautiful. I was I've in like New York. Barely been there. Okay? I was <laughs> I was in New York once, and I stopped at a red light on a crosswalk and a guy walked up behind me and like aggressively said in my ear this is new york you walk and i was like what? you can't tell me to br 
I, I understand you break the law, but you're yes. not allowed to scold me for not breaking the That's law. That's bizarre. <laughs> it's like I get that people jaywalk here, but it's just a weird. He was angry like that you slowed that I, down. By the way, it was like one o'clock in the morning. There was no one in the streets. I wasn't impeding yeah. his movement in any yeah. way. He was just upset that a man yeah. had stopped at a don't walk sign. Yeah. You know, I always hate when people are like, this is New York. It's just like. Yeah, people come from all over the place. <laughs> it's a tourist area. It's like yeah. the people that were born here, myself included, aren't what makes it good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what makes it good. Never sleeps. And oh the pizza. God. Have you guys tried the pizza? <laughs> Honestly, the pizza there, it's not like the pizza we have here. It's different. It's, what, you know, what, it's the water, they say. It's the water. Same what you want to do for our listeners, if you go see that show, get on your knees at the... Oh, yeah. at the Lucille Lortel in the West Village. Lucille Lortel in the West Village. You go to a pizza place, any pizza place, get a slice. You call it a slice. Don't say, <laughs> may I have a piece of pizza? Say, get, let me get a slice. Oh, my right, God. Right, Chris? I didn't know that was... This is, a, this is a character I, motion has been working on for Let me get a slice. You say, let me get a slice. <laughs> and then you take the pizza, you fold it. Fold it right in the middle. Oh, eat yeah. it sideways. Nobody will... And then jaywalk. While you're doing it, nobody will know you're from somewhere else. Nobody will know. <laughs> What's the thing that in New York, plain or cheese? What is it? Plain, you, right? Plain. A slice. You could say either. What's no, but I remember plain. hearing that. Yeah, you say plain. I, mean, plain is I think what I, I grew up think, with plain. But, yeah. And then I, w- I think I was told later that, that was a New York-centric thing. You, uh-huh. you call that a slice of cheese pizza. <laughs> oh, you say plain? You want to know something weird? <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? It's New weird. York sign language is different. Than the sign language oh, in California. In what? fact, the sign for pizza is different in New what? York. In fact, speaking of highbrow, lowbrow, the sign for pizza in New York ASL is really similar to the sign for eating pussy in every other part of the country. So it can be a little bit confusing. A triangle. Uh, well, it, no. E, e, oh, me, no, it's it a me. sign for lesbian. That's that's what it is. I'm sorry, I just equate those two yeah. so readily. But yeah, lesbian is like this. You can't see. Oh yeah. And pizza, and pizza in New York is like this. So you can. And what's create, pizza on the West Coast? You would spell it. You just spell it out. Oh. They, have, they, they couldn't afford one out here because uh, it it goes together really well. The double Z's really create a pizza. Wait, I'm sorry to be straight up asking this on the thing but it, do you have a parent that's deaf? no i'm like pete Buttigieg. i know every language i know <laughs> i know norwegian i know i know upper west side no, but I know I Staten sw- Island. No, really Moshe has two deaf parents yeah my whole family that's what deaf. i thought and you talked about it in your special which i very much enjoy oh thank you so much but i just wanted would to make sure it was i was high psych- <laughs> chris would you say it was high octane he chris has not i would it. i would say high octane turbocharged turbocharged action pack uh, all killer, no filler. No, it's, it's really it's, it's it's good modeling for us as a as a incredibly sort of successful comedy. I mean, well done, guys. Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> no, well, well, well done to you too. Except Jacqueline will never do us would never do any really? projects with me. You wouldn't. No, I've I, tried. I <laughs> no, 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 like no. I'm doing I, I, fine he's too on my own. <laughs> she just sensitive. pats you on the head with an I'm envelope just... of merch cash. She's <laughs> like, no, Chris. <laughs> It was my folder of money. It was really exciting. It was yeah. a lot of it was a lot of ones, but but it was in a folder. Well, it has to be the right thing too. You know, it's like maybe something will come to you at some point, and it'll be the right thing for you two to do oh, together. Oh, sure. I would love to like. No, I, I, yeah, yeah. But we've. I'm trying to think. Like when we work on things, like I just I, my feeling was at this point, it's kind of like if I were you know making a TV show or something, it'd be kind of stressful to not be able to like for us to not be able to complain at night in bed in the same way we did that 
we worked on a show, Natasha's show that she created yeah. with Ricky Lindholm. She, I was like, it was called Another Period. Another yes. Period on Comedy Central. It was Central. also high octane. It was definitely yes. high octane. It was packed full, f- packed to the and gills with comedy with high and high bro. It yeah. was indeed all of those things. Oh yeah. But we w- we worked together, and that and that was a thing I think that you were concerned with was that we had we had a rule that when we yes. crossed the because we worked in a mansion and we filmed it in this yes. beautiful mansion. But once and we were on set all day together, and then we said once we cross. The, the mansion threshold, threshold yes. we don't talk about work. Yeah, we would go home. And that's and at we, 8 p.m., you yeah. know, so it's like yeah. you only have a couple But hours. it would be funny Still. because we'd be in bed together at like 1 in the morning. Yeah. And, and like I, I or she would be like, can I just complain about one person yes. right now? Can we, can we just <laughs> yes. have like a 10-minute break? As long as it's about others, I feel like that is of great. Of course, of course. And one of the great joys <laughs> to complain about others later in bed. Well, um but 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 no but we yeah and I would love to like be behind the camera like <laughs> you as my muse on film is exciting to me like uh, I feel like he needs to be on film like I just you I'm know. looking at you right now Chris I feel like that too I, it's like I've been thinking that this whole time you need to be on film <laughs> but wait I feel like I didn't I, I feel like and I know I, I was you know going too long on it but I feel like I need to wrap up why I said back the fuck off uh. so in my mind you know I go up to the thing I handle he's shaking and I'm watching the there's two people behind the teller. Their, their focus is going to him because he's shaking and it to me he doesn't realize <laughs> makes it, sense you're the threat you're yeah. definitely the identified <laughs> yeah, it threat looks, at that point it looks like and to me like the anger looks like if you don't know because he's trying to control it so it's very it looks like he might be having some kind of <laughs> to use an old term fit you know what I mean <laughs> They are, locked, old... they are locked in behind bulletproof glass. There's nothing I can <laughs> yeah, really safe, physically but do to them. Okay? I would yeah. say, though, a bank and a casino are probably the two worst places <laughs> to throw a rage fit <laughs> probably in in America, in America the world. Oh, are yeah. there guns somewhere on the premise? At a bank? Yeah, definitely. Uh, there are? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. the security guys. I think right? casino's the worst, and I think bank yeah. is the second worst. So, so you... So, so, wait. so he's shaking. They're looking at him. So I'm realizing he's a distraction, right? So I turn to him, and it's kind of this, like... We've been through this before in the sense of like when when there's things that go down like this with customer service or whatever it is or at the Mac store when Chris feels that the, the genius is being patronizing or um, <laughs> I've had some genius issues, but uh, yeah. he's really had some geniuses. And the only success has been me being like, leave the store like one time with his Mac, like with his MacBook or whatever. It was like, leave the store. And like, I got it done. Like, you know what I mean? Like he went to the food court and it was like. And I came out with his computer fixed, and he was like, "How?" And what, it, were you, what were you eating? <laughs> I like this Did image, you, you know, of like the angry I don't man. Know I if probably just anything. got coffee. Just an angry man with a cup of like, <laughs> a like single hot like, coffee. <laughs> just yeah. a black hot coffee, just sadly yeah. looking at his coffee with every sip. Watching and then, kids like fight at a food court. <laughs> and then Jack no, like, comes down with like a mink stole <laughs> and a, a repaired MacBook Air. No, and he and you couldn't resist like. You were delighted, and it was like, how? And it's just because, like, I do stay calm, and I do think... Chris gets mad at, like, Apple in general, at kind of, you know, the genius. And it's... I mean, sometimes they are... Actually, they're a terrible they're company. Assholes. I mean, every yeah. week there's, like, a new story about how they're figuring out how to never pay taxes and make us pay more money yeah. to get things. I mean, obviously... Hey, and we- Natasha, back the fuck <laughs> off. sponsor. <laughs> so, to me, it was a, a scenario of me going, like... We've done this before. We know it's better when you back off. Like, and and particular one thing I've said is when it's like my business, you know, like, like you have to let me handle it because it's no. You but know. I'm on your side, honestly. Like when Thank you, you see when you've had a conversation before, and so, and and it's clear that he should back off. Like I'm on your side that you chose <laughs> the language 
back the fuck off. <laughs> to me, of all the language choices, that was the most compassionate and positive <laughs> one you could have took from all the different choices. Like to not say, hey, Chris, we've been through this before. Maybe it'd be better. For, just to, to scream... <laughs> That would not work with Moshe. No, I don't exactly. think that would work with that, me either. Anyway, I think I would have vibrated more. It was more. on the third. It was on the third. Okay, in my mind, it was the third. I which think was, it was the second. He's shaking over here on my right. Okay, and I and it's like you can't do this. Go away. Like please, you know, like we know this. And then and then and then he appears again on my left. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm He's like, and like, like I said, over there. Gonna, and go I said, over I'm there. just going to stand here. And then he came back. And then he came back. And he's shaking again. And he—he's—I know he's about to take off before because I know what they've just said. I can feel him shaking. And and so then I turn to him, and that's when I say, just "Back the fuck off." And to me, the fuck was like. To me, it was like you know I don't have kids, but in the vein of like. You know, I was yelling at you because I was scared. <laughs> okay, like, like you know, like the whatever, like the the, the mother and the cub. Okay, like almost like Wait, he's yeah, the I gotta, cub? he's the cub in this because Chris. to me, I was trying to get him out. Like, I gotta, I've, I gotta I've been yell there. at you. you ha- that's that's what happens. I'm feeling Chris so hard right now. Like, I've been... I should yell at you next time. He thought it was demeaning. I think it, it was it demeaning. Was undeniably demeaning. Other people could the genius hear that? Wait, did the genius hear that? Your genius, the chase genius. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is it. This is. I this believe is they the like didn't the, the, really. What? I mean, unless they were really like oh, right. into it. But Nobody I'm like, heard. I'm like back. No, they I'm heard. Like, back they, the they, fuck they, up. Sorry. Oh, the <laughs> Chase Teller <laughs> said back the fuck up. up. <laughs> heard it? No, they, they must have heard it because you said it like right in front of. Them. Well, but, but you kept circling like a yeah, buzzer. But whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I admit my wrongdoing. In no, that. absolutely. All so, I, so all I want is my feelings to be acknowledged. That's what every fight on my side is always. My feelings aren't being acknowledged because. I'm very sensitive, and and Jacqueline's the only person I'm sensitive really with. Right. You know, and, and the Chase Teller and the Mac. Well, <laughs> well, you see and that, all of the geniuses. You see those those Apple. people get the yeah. I'm sensitive with everybody, I guess, because that's the anger. No, but that's a different kind of sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. Like anger for a man generally, for me anyway, is that is the one way that I will, will crack my sheen of control for the public. But I've got a different. I got like the full array of the yes. emotional spectrum that I right. reserve for my partner. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, and so and you so, want some of that tender, tender acknowledgement. Yeah. But I'm handling what feels like an emergency to me, and so it's like I got to deal with them. I'm upset about the money thing for me, and he keeps circling back. When in my mind, it's like I, in my mind, it's I've asked you twice to just step aside, and you're back. <laughs> and I also think sometimes. When I have anger over here, you know, it's like it's confusing and there's a lot happening. And so then it like turns and the anger language, which is just like me throwing swears in, then turns in into the direct address to him. Even though I'm not feeling like angry at him, I'm, I'm feeling like it's like a it'd be like if I moved him aside with like and I grabbed him by the arms and moved him. And it was like my claws dug in, but it was because I was just trying to move him really quick. But how I see the situation yeah. too of you two being partners, she's more she's more equipped to handle this situation because sure. she doesn't have a, she doesn't have like testosterone she doesn't have rage, you know. So it's like in that situation, I do get where she's but coming from because she's like, I'm going to take care of this. No right. one wants to be in a Mac store. No, or an but Apple that's store, not the know? fundamental issue. The fundamental <laughs> issue. By the I way, crossed this, the line with back the fuck off. I would right? say back the fuck off. That's and, where it was. Yeah. And, I, and I would also right. say that Chris would maybe, and t- let me know if I'm putting words in your mouth, just would like the empathy to be a little bit more 
high octane. If I could <laughs> coin a phrase. <laughs> I, by the way, I love high octane is one of the funniest things. It's like morning like, di- morning DJ language. Yes, yes. I mean, because it comes from action movies, right? A lot of yeah, explosions. Well, oct- yeah, 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 yeah. I something think? like that. That's Very a high octane thriller. But uh, the reason we. I I think that Natasha and I just relate to this fight so much because this is always the dynamic for me is like, I think that I can solve things by just forcing my my anger on the situation. Like he's gotten into a fight with a Lyft driver when I was pregnant who wouldn't give us our bags. And I was like, if you just go inside, I'll get our bags. You need to go inside. I I should have said, Get the fuck inside. (laughs) (laughs) But at that point, I'm like, it's not about the bag anymore. I know. It's about teaching this lift guy a lesson about... about, Teaching uh, is huge. uh, It's a big... As an issue. Yeah. I want to teach everybody... What's right. And nobody's... I've never taught anybody. No one's a pupil out there. They've all they've, they've oh all God. walked away thinking, I was fucking nuts. (laughs) And I was an asshole. (laughs) You know, and and I... I, And and I knew in in the Chase Bank, I wasn't helping. And you were tr- he was trying but his hardest. All I, and but that's I, what that's why he felt so bad because he was really trying. I was trying, and I all I wanted was a sorry, which I, I gave, I, and but I, and then I, said, I walked it back, which which yeah. is one of my favorite things to do. Okay, which is I'm he he doesn't to me this is where the fight begins. Okay, mm. I wasn't fighting <laughs> uh, with back the fuck off. That was an accidental like curse embedded in me trying to handle the situation. That was back not fighting off yet. isn't much better. Well, see, I'm seeing it's actually yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, right. It doesn't have any back off. It doesn't have any uh, fun. To uh, yeah, I love yeah. this though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the dynamic of your relationship is very clear. You're you are id and and oh my god, and you are t- t- the sur- you're couching. <laughs> everything in the, in the cerebral right, you're like right. here's the thing about the right. fuck I the hate fuck feelings. in that moment as an interlocutor no, you're right. as a linguistic <laughs> you're interlocutor right. clearly was just you're an expression right. of and you're like just say fucking just be like my bad no and I say yeah, my bad I was, but, ex- I was expecting but, as soon as she came over to those chairs to be like I'm sorry you thought and right. it was right. and it was just like are you mad at me <laughs> and then I'm, I'm mad like, that he's mad at me which is which is my number one so what happens is I do something, oh no, or I feel mad at you for something. Mm-hmm. I express it. You <laughs> react. Wait. I, I, I'm always I okay with it. that. When you say you're mad at me about something, I'm always, I always apologize. I, I'm, I'm usually wrong about most things. I understand that. Like, it's just, I just am. Be it's cool just, about it. it but, and, and I, and when I, and when I lash out or whatever, anything <clears> like that, I know that I'm, 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 I'm in the wrong. There's, even if I feel like I'm in the right I'm in the wrong. I know. But <laughs> all I want no, I mean it tenderly. Is, all I want is like, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Here, here's the prob- and my problem with apologizing, okay? And this is ugly, and I know this, all right? But, but I also sort of believe it, which is he wants just an apology, a simple apology, right? But I'm like, no, you're wrong for being hurt, and I want to tell you why. Because if I apologize, then it's like I've locked in... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've uh, legitimized your hurt, okay? Which <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. I can unhurt you if I just explain. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I'm like, I'll give you if the I apology, think hard enough, and I'll then it's find out it's almost. I... I'm sorry that you like. I'm sorry that uh, my perfectly right actions like caused <laughs> a feeling in you. 
but but what happens i feel like is yeah so then um i'm like yeah are you mad at me I, i'm like i'm sorry i used that language but then i i feel like i'm the villain when he started it <laughs> via i'm quickly the villain here's yeah. what i here's what i do and we, we should take some calls yeah, soon, but yeah. I, i'm so fascinated by this i feel like we're about to ruin your relationship forever. no 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 it's um, good it's good <clears throat> there's this idea in aa yeah that I have carried with me since I left AA. I left AA behind a long time ago, but I uh, I still carry a lot of the principles yeah. of it. And this one, I and like, you're still I, sober. I am still sober, and I, I live by this one a lot. Which is there's this phrase in the in the AA book that said, "Leaving aside the wrongdoings of others, we tried to ask ourselves how had I uh, been at fault." Yes. That is the foundation principle for all of my. Wait, will you uh, repeat that? Leaving aside the wrongdoings of others, we asked ourselves how was I at fault. So like that is like mm. that's my that is my my north star yeah. when it comes to uh, uh, analyzing what doesn't I doesn't have anything else anything I, to do with that. I, I need no, to no. leave first of all. I need to leave the house physically. <laughs> I need to go away, and then I think all night. Mm. It takes me a while for my ego to like uh, to uh, uh, to yes. go down a bit, um, and then and then I think what did I do that has absolutely nothing to do with what the other yes. person did, and then that's what I that's what I find the. Yes. Uh, the the uh, that's what I apologize for. But it's hard to do that in a Chase Bank lobby. It's and then it moved onto the street and I feel I don't care about surroundings. To me like the fight is the fight or the discussion or crying or whatever whatever right. the hell's going on is so primary that I'm like I literally like I do not care like two of these people were walking by. You don't care about people. At the end of the day, you're a white woman. You know, and you're going to have that fight in the street. It's, it feels weird to argue on the street here because there's nobody there. And then like three people walk by and it's more than like if there's right. crowds of people ignoring you. It's like these three people that are like the whole for probably about a good four minutes as they as you come into view and as they leave, they leave ear, yeah. earshot. They're kind of engaged in your fight and it bothers in me. In L.A. you mean? Yeah. What is it you say about New York? <laughs> you say every day on the streets of New York, you'll... Oh, someone's having the worst day of their life? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, so it's like normal. Yes. It's like everybody's got the same oh, living totally. room and it's the city of New York. Yes. Here, definitely, everybody's like, why aren't you crying in your Lexus? Yes. That's what we do here. <laughs> we wait, we go to the Lexus. Oh, and it was right after we went to Dr. Polk, the, the, our first acupuncture. And we went in and we, we you know, we were... We got, oh, we you got our act supposed to be all. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never had it that bad where literally we get the appointment, like we do the appointment, we stop. I should have gone to Chase first. I mean, yeah. Obvious. I thought I thought depositing money would be a nice post-acupuncture. It would have funny though if Chris was vibrating and you had looked and noticed that there was one needle left and you just po- popped it out and he's like, I'm actually feeling fine now. <laughs> okay, let's take some calls. Let's do some calls. Oh, yeah, now so that exciting. we've gotten to the, yeah. the, 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 uh, the magma of your relationship, let's see if we can solve some other oh, people's yeah. problems. Okay, now we're going to call Sam and Bridget in Philadelphia. Hello? Sam, Bridget. Hi. Hello. Uh, how's it going? It's Natasha Legero, Moshe Kasher, and we're here with some of our friends, Jacqueline Novak and Chris Laker. Hey. Uh, we're all very successful comedians. <laughs> and very excited to talk to you. Uh, we're very excited to talk to you. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Uh, just watched Crazy Rich Asians, <laughs> hanging out. I think, I think we're both a little nervous. One, because you guys are all people we respect and like a lot. 
And two, because we're actually having a very nice date night right now. And, <laughs> and you don't want to ruin it? Uh, we're, <laughs> very bad idea. We're, we're a little worried of, mm. uh, if after this phone call we're going to leave each other. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let's do an icebreaker. Why don't both of you tell like a, 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 a sort of relationship betraying secret to one another that you've never admitted to each other? Like what are, what are mm. some of the secrets you're keeping from each other? That could maybe that could flow mm-hmm. things a little bit. I'm kidding. Why did you call tonight? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, we called tonight because we've been together for um, five years. We were friends for five years before that, so we've known each other for 10 years. Uh, and the last year or so, we've been talking about, I guess, making a more um, long-lasting commitment to each other and specifically talking about getting married and... Um, we've gone back and forth quite a lot, or rather, Sam has gone back and forth quite a lot. Um, <laughs> don't laugh. I no, I think just... that's necessarily a fair characterization, but um, well, I like Bridget yeah. that you were you were attempting to throw Sam a little bit of a bone there, <laughs> and then in the end, you did throw him under the bus, and I like that about you. Well, then I looked at him and I was like, yeah, "No, this is all your that. fault." Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Bridget, you're ready to get married, and he's kind of like. Hype, like saying like what if we just kind of like stay boyfriend and girlfriend for a little longer <laughs> kind of thing well I think that the issue and something that you've said Sam is like uh well one I just wonder about marriage as an institution and oh whether that it's old like- chestnut yes <laughs> Yeah. Every man wonders about yeah. marriage as an institution yeah. right before they're going to get engaged. Generally not uh, otherwise interested in I various institutions. Everybody else already is married. Wait, what did you say, Sam? Sorry, Jacqueline was roasting you really hard like the chestnut. I just don't want to get married until literally everyone else is married. Right. You know, I was talking about this yesterday with somebody that's in the same situation as you, Sam. That for I think for men, maybe for women too, actually I think for everybody... That when you get married, it's not just about the commitment to the person that you're with. It's also about the commitment to adulthood that is so mm-hmm. terrifying. You really are like admitting yeah. to your deepest core self, like, I'm truly not mm-hmm. a scene guy anymore. I'm like a marriage guy. And that is a really terrifying life ring to let go of. Is that Does that feel accurate to you? Yeah, I mean, it's like the idea of being with Bridget Forever is very, very exciting. But I think just like the idea of marriage more generally is scary. And when I think about being with Bridget, that's very exciting. And I would be happy and honored to be able to do that. I mean, for me, reason like the thought of marriage is very, very scary. For me as a woman, it kind of boils down to, you know, I don't want to be calling someone my boyfriend, <laughs> you know, like people don't really take that seriously. And like True. people will much like people would much rather try to steal your boyfriend than steal your husband. You know, like when someone has a husband, it just feels a little more like legit. Yeah. Back off. Back the fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I right. just feel like Natasha never called me her boyfriend. <laughs> she called me her erotic lover from the very I early days. I call my lover a lot. Is that right? <laughs> well, there I you go. I don't think Bridget has to worry about anyone trying to steal me. So uh, that's a little, a little different. I, I think that was a jab at Sam and that he doesn't feel appealing. <laughs> but I think for me, it's more about like, uh, and, and I think this is what I'm trying to flesh out a little bit because who knows how much of it is just like, societal pressure that you should this is the next 
step in adulthood if you're with somebody you care about. And I think also, to me, it feels like uh, a way to join family and expand family and think about, like, I I really like ritual. And I think that Mm -hmm. weddings and marriage are a really beautiful ritual of, like, saying you commit to each other and making this pact and asking people in your family and community to support it. That's what I tell myself in my head. Yeah, just get married. (laughs) What the fuck? What's the problem? I've been married. It's really easy to undo. (laughs) And it's fun. You'll have a good time. It's a great party. And you don't want to be wait for everybody else to get married because then everybody's sick of weddings. You want to be up front. Mm. Now now everybody's like, look at this. This look who's stepping up. Yeah. And then everybody you're the guy. Oh, I like this. And we're we're like one of the, I'd say, we would be one of the early. Oh. Uh, on the late end of early. But yeah, on the late early. end of early, certainly. But still, like, most of our friends are not married. I mean, we listen. We still be at that age where people are like, oh, you're married. You're, like, young and cool and doing it in an alt way. No <laughs> one's going to think that ever. That will never happen. There's an inherent dorkiness to getting married that is inescapable. And every, I'll tell you, from my perspective, I, I, I hear your dilemma, Sam, which is it's not that you're afraid of being with Bridget. It's that you're afraid of being a, a married guy. Uh, but like Chris yeah. said, divorce is always a, a really tantalizing option. <laughs> and also, I know that uh, for me, I don't know if you relate to this, but whenever I'm in a human situation where I feel like I'm like being like a basic human, like mm. I'm like doing a thing that like when you're in a mall. I call it Moshe's fear of being basic. Yeah, yeah. Oh like God. when you're in a mall at Christmas time or like when yeah. you have kids, it it, 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 it compounds yeah. so much oh, harder because yeah. you're always in these situations yeah. where everybody's got the same age kid as you and you're all oh, engaged God, yeah. in the same activity and you just feel like, am I just on Sometimes fucking... you'll say, how old is she at the pre- at the playground at the same time as another mom? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing you know. <laughs> Yeah, yes. you just feel like this... Um, this cog on the on the assembly line of humanness. <laughs> I hate that feeling more than anything. But I realize this about that feeling, specifically around marriage, which is that it's kind of it is something that everybody does, and it is kind of basic. But there's a beautiful way to interpret that too, which is it's like wow, all of humanity has this ritual yeah. where they go in front of their community, declare their love for the person that they're with, and seal it. In, in in public and that's kind of beautiful it's essential to yeah to to humanness not that it's essential to get married to be a human but you can divorce yourself of all this like shame about like being not cool anymore because you're a human being and there's nothing cool about being a human being and in the end you're just gonna be dead anyway and it helps your taxes yeah. i think that's true yeah. tax purposes I heard with this married. new tax plan, it actually doesn't help your taxes that oh. much. And I think also because I'm saddled <laughs> with so much student loan that we wouldn't file jointly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you have student loan, Sam? Uh, yeah, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to... <laughs> oh, so I have really bad student loan. Oh, so you're in much more debt than him? Hey, Sam, uh, yes, I'm going to call you directly. <laughs> I have some different advice for you, actually. I think I maybe <laughs> Natasha's shaking her head no. Uh, well, good, good luck, you two. Jacqueline, any closing thoughts? No, mine was going to open things up too much. Okay. But, so I think, I think 
I think, you know, roll, you know, go for it. Sometimes you got to make, you got to take action in this life to see what anything even is. That's true. You I know, mean, paralysis yeah. is exhausting. I mean, the other side of it is Jack, me and Jacqueline been together nine years and we're not married and people just call her my wife. And then if I say she's, we're not married, they're like, she's your wife. And oh, then, yeah. So they just marry you. People just marry you anyway. You're getting. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's the, true. The other cool thing about being married is. Uh, like it just take it opens up parts of your brain that you didn't know were were there, and I think it's the same. Just being with somebody for a long time, when you're like the romance part of my brain lives here, and mm. so the rest part of my brain I can just occupy it with other mm. things, with work, with 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 whatever. So yeah, the, you're not yeah, you're not I, running around. Sorry, <laughs> I'm curious about Natasha and Moshe. How you guys like what were factors when you guys decided that you wanted to make that commitment to each other and like how do you because I think Sam and I also feel like marriage so what who cares like we're already really committed to each other and have lived together for a while and well Moshe long term Moshe said he wanted a three-way right I and said I said wait till we're <laughs> oh, married I know story. Oh she said wait till we're married and I got hoodwinked <laughs> into it because the three-way has not come <laughs> but I've been married for quite a while now uh, you know, but that's not quite true. But what is true is that I wanted kids and Natasha, mm. for some reason, didn't want kids until we were married. And so I was like, cool, let's do it. Mm. I mean, it wasn't that. I think Chris is right. It's not that yeah. serious. It's not something yeah. it to changes overthink. Nothing. It changes nothing. <laughs> if Except maybe a little like sparkle of feeling. And yeah. if you're already sure that you guys are supposed to be together, well, and 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 Sam... Bridget wants it really bad. That was then. Hey, take on that debt, sign a prenup, <laughs> and get to business. Uh, I wouldn't say I want it really bad. You sound like, like you like do. That. You sound thirsty. <laughs> Just right, everybody's nodding their heads, really, Not really demonstratively. Now, no good luck, you two. You guys will figure it out. Thank you. Thank you okay. So much. Thanks for talking to us. Have a good date night. Thanks. Night. Do we have one more call, Laura? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to call Jack in Seattle now. Hello? Jack. Hey. What's up? <laughs> it's Natasha Legero, Moshe Kasher, Chris Laker, and Jacqueline Novak. How can hey. we help you? Um, so the short version is uh, I was dating a girl for about three years, uh, and we were like just madly in love. I was crazy about her. Uh, and then we went through a breakup, uh, and that was a little over a year ago. And since then, I've been dating, like, other people. I've had, like, two legitimate relationships and some flings, uh, but nothing is seeming to, like, reach that level of, uh, of, like, romance and passion that I had with the one girl. And so my question is, and this might be awkward to answer in a room with your spouse, but I was wondering if you guys have, like, a one that got away? And if that ever goes away, and if you ever really do get over that, don't laugh. No, it. No, I'm laughing in that it is incredibly awkward to ask two couples. But I had one, and then I got married to her, and then we're divorced now. <laughs> oh my god, she was the one. We that were away. together for like a year and a half. Broke up for a year and a half. Didn't talk. Then we just got married, and I because we weren't done. It wasn't done yet. Now it's done. So right. if you're not done, go. You, you go back. I, I, you're right. Chris is good at advice. I know. It's, everything comes he from this like through. sharp steel <laughs> area. But yeah, Jack, I have a one that got away. It's sort of a similar situation to what Chris was saying. 
I have a one who got away, and every once in a while, I'll see an update about her life, and she's the head psychic at uh, at at the Phoenix, Arizona Psychic Institute. And I'm like, thank God yeah. I didn't commit to this person who has grown so diametrically opposed to me. And thank God I didn't believe in the myth, the bullshit myth that there is a the one for me out there because I, I've grown and that's the nature of being alive is like you grow in a direction. So when you find the next person that brings you that kind of passion, you're going to be a totally different guy and there's going to be somebody else out there that's not like that dork that you left. I, don't, I didn't like her to begin with. When you were dating her, <laughs> I honestly didn't like her. Jacqueline, do you have any thoughts for him? Well, are you sure that she's... I mean, you, you, I, I thought it was going towards, you know, and so I might reach out to her again or something like that. Is that just not an option? Or... Uh, no, we're still, we're still, like, friends and friendly. Uh, we still talk every once in a while. It's not, it's not that I would want to get back with her, necessarily. I think Moshe is right that the reason the breakup happened is because our lives are going in two very different directions. Um, it's mostly, I'm just like, uh, wondering if there's like a time frame on when, uh, I'll get over that. And when somebody, uh, somebody new can like still fill that, that void, I guess. Cause I, again, I've been dating people. It just hasn't felt anywhere similar to that level. How old are you and how long have you been apart from this woman? I'm 28 and it's been a little over a year. Well, I'm, I got married to Moshe at 40. Right. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. Time limits are just in your head. Yeah, and the the okay. cool thing about growing is that you're growing in one direction, and there's a person in, you're growing in the band one direction, and Zayn Malik <laughs> is waiting to meet you on that path. But no, you're growing in one direction, and when you go down the path of, that your life is taking you, that you're going to meet a person that's down the path somewhere mm. that's ready to meet you when you're ready to meet them. I mean, I don't believe in magic, but I believe in like development, and like it just takes what it takes. Like, yeah, I, I would say I've had four women in my life that were interesting to me not i don't mean that that sounded really horrib horrible no, 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 what yeah. i mean romantically <laughs> tantalizing to me and and i got married when i was what 30 yeah 37 so there isn't a timeline i don't know why it reminds me of the story i once heard this woman she got married uh to a man that was uh 15 years younger than her or 20 years younger than her and she was saying she was she was telling the story she kept praying her whole life was in order except her mm. romantic life and she kept praying to god and she was like god why won't you send me love why won't you send me love god please send me love and then finally when she was like 50 she she found this like 35 year old and married this like hot piece of young ass <laughs> and uh she the way she told it was that god was the whole time answering back going Will you give me a minute? He's four years old right now. <laughs> well, I think that, you know... So I need to find a hot young piece of that. Yeah, you need to find somebody 15 to 20 years younger than you. You That's... just have to realize you're very young. Hang in there. And, uh, you know, you're going to meet someone, especially if you take what you, you know, take the experiences from the last relationship and try to make a better relationship. You might even realize that, you know, the the bar that you're holding this future person to... Um, you might realize later, you know, because you mentioned the romance and the passion of this previous thing. You might look back on that and go, oh, that was nothing. Uh, I didn't know what love was. I didn't know yeah. what passion oh, could truly absolutely. be. When I met Jacqueline, right, I've been married. I lived with somebody else after that. And then I met Jacqueline. We did a show together. And it was just like, 
I just looked over. I was like, holy fucking shit. This is, this is, this is, I never felt like that before. And I think anything else is like a waste of time. That's pretty fascinating. Like you're saying that you, what you thought was marriage love and passion right. move in love. You had a moment in your future, in your future yeah. where it was like, oh, nothing, none of that was, was this. Those were women who were willing to have sex with me. <laughs> and, and, and this was something else. And I would like to say one one more thing is that the only time in my life where I've ever looked at someone and like time stopped, it happened to me once in my life and he ended up being a con artist who took all my money. Oh my God. <laughs> and I moved to Australia with him when I was like 22 and he was 43, 20 years old. Amazing. That is so true. You but know- I, I remember like I heard yeah. music. Right, I mean, it right. was, and so that's not always real. No. That's a, this is a rough way to find out that that wasn't me. But <laughs> but it is true. Like that that feeling of like oh my god is sometimes is is chemical. Yeah, and it's not emotional and it's not based in anything real. Although you guys were together nine years, so you guys got we moved in together. But that like was the other, next day. yeah, right. But, but but is that true? Yeah, yeah. The next day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You saw each other, Jack. Hold on a minute. You saw each other at a show and yep. moved. Who moved in with who? I was living with my ex girlfriend. <laughs> Did you so feel I moved it? In, I moved in with Jack. She needed a place to stay, did you, obviously. <laughs> did you no, no, no. feel the, 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 oh, the yeah, Thunderbolt? No, was, was That's what weird, you know, Mario P- Puzo calls thing. the Thunderbolt in The Godfather. Oh, my God. Like, when we first kissed the next night, then it was like we both had to take a moment and we're like, this is fucking weird. There was something very weird about it. It was weird. There was a vibe. <laughs> right. He kissed. Um, I th- think I remember hearing this story. He kissed you. You looked him in the eyes and you, you grabbed his cheeks and said, Back the fuck off. Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) And he loved it then. (laughs) And he stayed around for nine years. Jack, I think that uh, the other bit of advice I have for you is like, I think people put too much stock in this like feeling, like magic feeling. Like it's really fun to be single. So just enjoy being single until you don't enjoy being single anymore. Then your heart or your psyche will open up to finding somebody else you'll find somebody yeah fuck that girl fuck her man just go to a comedy show in new york mm-hmm. and see if a if a if a someone like Jacqueline does a set oh you got to start doing comedy yourself yeah and you got to be good at it too and get married and then move in with somebody else and then go to new yeah. york and it'll happen for you good luck that's perfect i love all of that good luck out there jack thank you all right i think we helped him yeah, but wait. He was just pining. I can't believe yeah. we didn't get to your origin story until this late in the game. I this is trying. amazing. So you, can we quickly, can yes. we do a five minute version of totally. just like what happened there? Yeah. We did a show at this place, Holiday Cocktail Lounge, this shitty dive bar. I love the movie Moonstruck, okay? Sure. sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and there was a show that, that, I, that I was going to do that in some way involved John Patrick Shanley who wrote it, okay? He was in no way there, but his name was somewhere related to something the venue so that's kind of why i did it i was like i'll do it maybe maybe is is he gonna be there whatever that's why i agreed to do the show where i ran into someone who booked me on the show with you so i i do sort of put a romantic thing to my love of moonstruck leading to us being at the holiday cocktail lounge on whatever um in the east village right yeah wait where did the people at moonstruck work at a pizzeria didn't they (laughs) <laughs> you know New York. This yes. Pizza, huh? Oh no, it's very when the moon hits your eye. Yeah. Um, it's very romantic. You've seen it, haven't you? I think I've it's seen sensational. it. It's um, sensational. Anyway, we do a show. Um, 
We're smoking cigarettes outside, but, right? Jacqueline, did you feel the the thunderbolt? Oh when yeah, you saw no, Chris? It, was, it was mutual. Not when I and saw instant. him, it was like it, it was wasn't like, like it was. I went like, over. He's like quiet. He's smoking. It's sort of attractive to me because he's not like I don't know trying to get attention or something, you know, like and <laughs> and I had gone into this bar, gotten a drink knowing that and hadn't said that I was a comedian on the show and in my mind I didn't realize this till after I'd performed on some level I had expected a change in the bartender okay to occur <laughs> from having realized I was on the show like almost like and being like and then being like would you like anything like I don't know like I was expecting the bartender to be like blown away by my set and like and and so I, I felt like a letdown when there just was no change you know what I mean and, and he so, was probably doing it on purpose yeah like he wasn't giving it to me and not like I thought he was cute or something. Literally just the basic, oh, like, you're not just a person, you're on the show. And so I, I shared this with Chris because I feel like this is my move, like, unconsciously, like, with, like, I'm, like, going to talk at a quiet person. And yeah. so I, like, divulge because there's, like, a wall. And so I, like, divulge against the wall, you know? So I'm, like, but I But you're busy, that. like, being in love because you saw her on stage and you've been in love all night. No, I thought I wasn't. No, I wasn't in love just yet. I, I, I we had met once before, like a year met, before or something. Yeah, we met, but we hadn't talked really. And and I, I was like, I thought, you know, whatever. I was, and and then, but when it wasn't my best set. When you said, I, <laughs> no, you were good. Seems like it worked I, out pretty good. You I, got a development deal out of it. I thought you, I thought you know, it's good or whatever. I, I wasn't really thinking. <laughs> You know, I'm just like because it was like battle conditions in this bar, yeah, and it was it was good, it, was, yeah. it was a shitty show, and I'm just smoking cigarettes outside, uh, and um and and then you know I was kind of oh, had my eyes, and then you said that, and then I was like, oh, that's yeah, this you is like that I divulged yeah. it, yeah, and then I talked, and then I talked about I had done the master cleanse recently because I was like, this is like a day before I moved back into New York City after like convalescing in depression at my parents' house for some time. So I was like, I'd done the master cleanse and I was telling Chris the story about doing that. And when I went off the cleanse at this weird road show and I went and I got this Chinese food and it was like this big heavy bag and I brought it back to the hotel room and like popping, you know, popping the staples of the bag just like the sheer after eight days of not, you know, eating. And like, I feel like you, me talking about the heaviness of the Chinese food bag yeah. was big for you. I, I related, have, I, re, I, yeah. I really related to that. Because, uh, and, <laughs> and so that was big. But it was when we, was, we had to sit and watch this. There was someone the, someone the, came out and yelled at us for not supporting the other acts on the show. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I'm my like, least favorite. This so was, while we were sitting there, that's when I looked over and I saw Jack, uh, looked at her and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I, the exact words that came into my head was like, oh yeah, that's going to be a while. <laughs> it's so shocking. So she came over. She said, I was just rejected by this other guy. I have like some gastrointestinal issues <laughs> yeah. and probably heavy diarrhea from yeah. this Chinese meal. And you were like, I'm sticking around. Um, yeah. That's a beautiful I was story. In. And then the next night we, um, uh, I told you to go home and watch that Lars von Trier show kingdom and you looked up castle with you know it's a very different show <laughs> anyway and then um <laughs> and then with what's his name from firefly and then um nathan fillion and then and then the next day we met at another show and i was i had was gonna move into my apartment the next morning and so we it was very like um the woody allen like 
I feel like it's Annie Hall line, like we should kiss before we eat kind of thing so that we can enjoy our meal. It was like, you said something like that. Well, because we got in your car, as you were going to give me a ride home. Right. And then I was like, we, we kind of acknowledged that we liked each other and we were like holding hands, or, but we didn't want to make out in front of this, sh- in front of cabin where this show Jesus, was going. Can you imagine on. anything more vulgar? Oh, <laughs> now I have a full mental yeah. picture so it's of heinous it. heinous yeah, to think yeah. that cabin was involved. Oh, a no, woman once I think walked... cabin was involved with a lot of things in that period. A woman once, w- speaking of diarrhea, a woman once walked in on me in the bathroom oh, shitting. No. Oh, yeah. And I was so embarrassed that I gave her my drink ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Just because she was at the show. I was like, "Uh, you want to go get a drink or something? (laughs) No locks on those bathrooms. (laughs) How does she end up living with you, though? Oh, because then we go we go we go to car. I said, we should we should just we should we should kiss now. It could be when you drop me (laughs) off. And so then we so then we just start making out. But then it it starts pouring rain, right? Pouring, pouring, rain. literally and, pouring. And you're running. It's New Year's Eve. You're running to her. Yeah. You haven't talked in a while. And you're running to her to tell her that you just want to. Yeah. When you think about the but rest he loves of your life, me, my my forehead yeah, a crinkle. When I tell a lie or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything. And she's a 17 year old, and you're an English, a 42 year old yeah. English professor, and you're just kind of like breaking that taboo. Of, this is the plot to I love you, Daddy. Is that right? <laughs> I was friends with her father. Um, <laughs> so, so we're in the car. So it starts raining. Instead of going back to the burbs, um, I said, "Why don't we just early. hang out all night?" And so go- we hang out all night first in the car because it's pouring. The driving yeah. is like what it's if this whole story bad. was one of the interstitials in When Harry Met Sally? By the way, just the entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> Know, wait, what was happening? What we were in cabin. I yeah. shit in the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. The best one. But uh, then we got we stayed together all night, drove around, and then got the keys. She, Jacqueline got the keys to her new apartment in Brooklyn, and that I and, and then, then I just slept in. there for the next year, and then we just nine years it. later. You know what they call that? Amore. Oh my god. <laughs> that's amore. That's what that but wait, is. Wait, but did she invite you to spend the night forever or like was she wait, like do you just, want to move in? I'll tell you exactly. Was, I'll get I'll, I'll yeah. so you could. We 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 drive over in the morning. The guys like like windexing the remains of the apartment, you know, like uh we get the key. We go and we're very tired because we had been up all night. We got some like we got some packing boxes and like some sheets around the corner and sort of like napped on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then it was like later in the day and it was sort of like I had you to had to do go a, do something. I had to go do a show on Staten Island. Oh yeah, not that he, you know, yeah. unrelated happened. To, and then I said, like, do you want to almost like come back? You know, like that kind of thing. Like almost like. <laughs> and before I said any, I, I was like, so do you want to? And he just goes, yes. That's cute. isn't that sweet. It is sweet. He's such a passionate man. <laughs> You guys, I like you guys. And then he just, and then he, yeah, he stayed. And then it was like, I and then was, we, yeah, it was we very just, romantic. We watched kept, television on a small, iPad. a very small iPad on a on a my single chair, my they single had, Ikea. That's so beautiful. They had iPads nine years ago. <laughs> that's, that's the first beautiful one. part. It's, it's actually shocking. Of this whole story, it's shocking. You guys remind me of uh, of us, but we don't have as uh, passionate a meet cute. I like this. All right, let's listen to some secrets. Hi, guys. So this is something that I have never told anyone, and it's because I'm sure that if I did, people would take it the wrong way. But uh, ever since I first started having sexual feelings, I have been having recurring sex dreams about my brother. 
and I think it's totally crazy. I obviously don't want to have sex with my brother, um, but I've never told anyone because people think that dreams have meanings, and I personally think that dreams are meaningless, and it's a total fluke. So anyway, that's all. Ah, yeah, that's nothing. I once had a uh, dream that I was getting a blowjob from my dog, and then I looked down, and it was my best friend. It was my male best friend. <laughs> I think I just, that's totally all... Just, like, nothing. Yeah, like, I mean, particularly if you go, you know, Jungian with it, it's, like, all just parts of your psyche, There right? was I, re- I have this memory of reading a Dear Abby column that said, what is what, what do you think people's actual deepest, darkest thing that they wouldn't want to reveal to somebody is for all mm. people? And she said, your dreams, because you have no control over the thing. Mm. But, yeah, I've fucked my mom in a dream or two. Natasha? I think I've fucked my mom or something weird was happening. <laughs> uh, happened it's not to, recurring. That happened to yeah, me. That's true. Like, it's the recurring word. <laughs> yeah, the first time that happens, though, it really did it fuck you. It fucked oh, me yeah, up. It's a, it's I, was, I, I, I was like, I don't know if I can live. <laughs> I honestly, I had like After a, what, a I was like, your mother? I was like 17. And I, the first, like I had like, yeah, like a sex dream. It was Ew. like, you know, the thing that turns into whatever. Yeah. I mean, my mom's hot and shit, but, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, no, she's not uh, she, unattractive woman, but, uh, <laughs> but it, it like turns into whatever. And then you wake up and you got to live with it. Yeah, and no. it was like it was. I remember it being very traumatized. I think, yeah, I think dreams. I think are it's just... pretty normal. What I will advise you strongly is to never try to turn that dream into reality because I did that with my mom, and it, it was very <laughs> awkward. I mean, honestly, the relationship got affected. <laughs> well, it can't live up to the hype. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> let's play another one. Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. I'm a huge fan of yours. Thank you. So the secret isn't necessarily even mine, but I was there and witnessed this. Um, I would say I was in the third grade and I was at a sleepover with one of my best friends at the time. And one day I went to the bathroom and I came back into her room and it was late. It was 11 p.m. for kids. And I walked in on her and I didn't realize what was going on at the time. She had her dog eating her out. And she was trying to convince me to have this happen to me but I just knew it was like that's so weird and strange and now I think about this every now and then that she has to live with the fact that her dog ate her out when she was in the third grade alright thanks guys see this is what happens when you try to take that dream and turn it into a reality right. it's much more awkward than you thought it would be now I'm not pro bestiality but, but is it just illegal because it's gross? Because I don't feel like the dog is it hurt It doesn't there. hurt the dog. Yeah. And the dog, I think it's an upgrade. Well, this is literally... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they don't have to fuck a you, dog? You, you, you're fucking Human? up the food chain. <laughs> I, I think, think they want to the fuck food all chain. of us if they the could. The food chain doesn't work like that. You don't want to fuck the apex predator. <laughs> you don't want to get away from it. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think, it, I think it's, I think it's pretty shark. good. Wait, I'm yeah. sorry. This this girl was in third grade. Third doing grade. This? Well, he shouldn't be doing. The dog like, shouldn't be doing that. I mean, I almost feel like it's in the the observer here, the, the caller, right? They're the ones sort of making it sexual, right? Like, making uh, it, yeah, like 
making it a dirty thing all these yeah, years like I later. came in and the dog was eating her out like that almost implies an intention a sexual intentionality of the dog like you know what i mean like right. the dog was going down on her yeah, like she's just eating her versus out just so like the hard. dog was licking well i mean it sounded like what she was saying was this was a ritual that this and she child, was inviting her, her friend to do yeah, it too I and mean, this is some like third grade eyes wide shot type of shit it's definitely <laughs> third grade is very young well, well the kids always want to get everybody else in though. on it. yeah and you're ex- you're doing weird shit when you're young uh, yeah, and playing yeah. around yeah, that's pretty intense. But you know what? It, it's also cultural. Like, it's that's just a British thing. Like, what, do you read the, some of the forbidden chapters of Peter Pan? Nana used to just, <laughs> she used to fuck all those kids. You don't know about that, Natasha? Oh, right. No. Nana was the dog. Nana was right. the, their dog and their nanny and their oh, lover. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Should we play one more? Yeah, these are good. Hey, um, my secret is that I post online complaining about my mother-in-law that I do it pretending to be my sister-in-law so that this way if anybody were to see the post and be like hmm that kind of sounds like so-and-so's mother they would be able to look at the details of the post and think that it's actually my husband's brother's wife complaining about a mutual mother-in-law because you know fuck her too anyway Wow! Just stay off Facebook. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, this. I, I thought. It, I thought that the dog eating the child out was was gnarly. <laughs> this is fucking. This is like an evil person. She's like, I'm gonna not only not only do I hate my mother in law, I'm gonna ruin her relationship with her daughter. But is yeah. it just? It sounds like it's like it's like she's going to get help to complain on forums, and she's just covering. Is that? It's, it's not literally on Facebook? like advice for a friend. It's gotta be Facebook. It's gotta be. And how does? Wow. I, or what? Why do people. It's like when people get in trouble for Facebook posts, it's just like, couldn't you just be racist in your garage? Like, can't you? Yeah. Like, why do you got to complain? It's like people need it's to bizarre. put it out there. I, I, they, everyone, need a, they need public record of their, their grievances. Yeah. Everybody wants to broadcast their life. I, I, it's so weird, also to me, kind of related. When I, it's so funny to me when white people are being racist and then someone pick, takes a camera to the situation. Yeah. Like, if I was racist. And right. the camera came out, I'd be like, seems like we've had a misunderstanding. Have a nice day and walk away. But people are like, they're so committed. Oh, yeah. I, it's like, it's such a crazy thing to like be like, oh, the, the video camera's here? Now I'm now yeah. I'm really going to go for it. That's when they say, go ahead and film this. <laughs> oh, it gets good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tipping point. Go ahead and film this because I'm about to be yeah. unemployed. <laughs> do we have one more, Laura? Yeah, let's do one more. Because we'll- I didn't even understand that question. This woman yes. is on Facebook complaining about her mother-in-law, but her account says that she's her sister-in-law. So the other married, the other. But why do you complain about your mother-in-law yeah. in a public forum? I That's... see you haven't been on my Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play one more. Hello. I would like to get something off my chest. I used to work at Starbucks, and there was a bar nearby that I'd go and have drinks at. And... uh one of the bartenders would always pour very light alcoholic beverages. The bare minimum alcohol would go into these drinks. So when he would come into Starbucks, I would jump into the coffee making line and I would pour decaf shots. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really incredible. I feel like it was very nefarious. And uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about getting it off my chest. Thank you. 
<laughs> I love that. Oh my god, it's so good. That's I, so much better than what I I would have just spit in the coffee. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, I just love. That I used guy. to work at Friendlies. I spit that in a few is fribbles. Dis- is that true? <gasps> yeah. So I people really do. So I heinous. thought it was an urban legend. I can't believe I live with this man. Oh man. I also that is not a moray. <laughs> it only happened a couple times. But it was because I okay. I had I had long hair, and they made me pin it up. Like really long hair, and maybe pin it up and wrap behind my head. And sometimes, like 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 douches would like make fun of it, and then uh-huh. they get they get yellow ponytail. What's the name? No, because it was pinned up. I had to Friendlies? put it in like a bun. Friendlies, Chris. <laughs> Friendly. It's called friendlies. <laughs> friendlies, yeah. Friendlies, and you went the opposite direction. Yeah. Well, he thought it meant it got to be friendly to you. I'm yeah, very, uh, <laughs> that's right. Wait, wait, this is friendly. You don't talk to me like that here. <laughs> but for the most part. Everybody oh. got. I, I I I was I was generous in my ice cream. I love. I am obsessed with petty victories like that. I don't ah. think I try to get those. Yeah, it's good. It's a good yeah. instinct. But I do love them. I I yeah. There was one guy that uh, Natasha paid money to come uh, do something on landscaping. Yeah, and he took the deposit and then just was like fuck off and never came back. My and God. I really do want to. And I might still do it years yeah. later. I want to call him and say. Hey, man, I got this landscaping project oh, out yeah. in uh, Pacoima. Can you come meet me at, <laughs> at 7 a.m.? And just like yeah. have a teeny little victory. Or there's one more. I remember I was driving in and I was going to go park at this bank. And uh, and this woman swooped in and took the, the, yes. the, the space. And I was like sort of shaking like you, Chris. I was just like, what, what, what are you doing? She's like ignoring me. And I just, oh, as she got out of the car, I go, I'm going to key that car. <gasps> I'm gonna go around the corner. I'm gonna come back. I'm no. gonna key the fuck out of your car. And I drove off. And she walked into the bank like, "Are oh, you fucking try it?" And I just knew in my heart. I drove away, of course. Yeah. But I just knew in my heart there was no way she would be comfortable that entire yes. time she was in the bank. Yes. I was ruining her experience. That's very interesting. I mean, literally the power of an empty threat, right? That's right. Like, yeah. there's a reason people give them. You get a little, you get a little something. And I remember I said it just like that. Wow. I'm gonna key that car like a little, just a little. Yeah, to I it. think I'm very Christian in my values. Sorry, right? I know I converted to Judaism, but I yeah. just don't really <laughs> feel that need to like have revenge. Right. Oh, right. I had this boss that tried to get me fired. I was a PA on this TV show, as an office PA, and this production manager tried to get me fired. I forget for what it was. I didn't do nothing wrong. He was a real. I didn't get fired. So. uh he had these pretzels that he had to keep in his office. I had oh, to make no, sure they were there. Disgusting. So I, when I'm he wasn't afraid. in the office, I took one of those pretzels and I rubbed it on my balls and my asshole. <laughs> threw it back in the bag. I'm so ashamed. Still, I still I'm see not. his. I still see his name come up in the credits of shows, and I laugh every fucking time. I'll tell you what's beautiful about that story to me is that you rubbed it on your balls. You looked at the pretzel and you thought. No, not enough. <laughs> and then just poked it yes. in your asshole a little bit. Yeah. It <laughs> no, it's it's so disgusting. I literally can't believe he's proudly tells this. I am proud of you for doing it. I'm proud of that guy for the decaf thing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm proud of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Nine years, that's longer than we've been married and together. Oh my God. Yeah, and time. I think, uh, and the Bizarre. idea that a Thunderbolt relationship turned mm. into something deep and meaningful is, uh, is, that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty awesome. You're an inspiration. Inspiration Thanks. to kids everywhere. Go see Jacqueline at the... Lucille Lortel. I should say, wait, I don't think we ever said the name of the show, which oh. is Get On Your Knees and um, GetOnYourKneesShow.com for tickets. GetOnYourKneesShow.com. Go see it. Honestly, it was... Just Chris, are like, you going to be anywhere? It stuck with me. Yeah. So go see it. Yeah, Chris, you going anywhere? 
I'm going to be in Texas in January. That's a good. That's a good. Little I'm going to be at the, the, the amphibian, the amphibian theater, theater in Fort Worth, Texas, in January. Okay, go to Chris Laker dot. Yeah, go to chrislaker.com or just my Twitter or whatever. Find it's all Chris on Laker. Twitter. You guys, thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Thanks you for having really us. Awesome what a pleasure. Yeah, thanks. Our pleasure. Natasha. Yeah. Love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs>